For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. The Denver Broncos defense will have their hands full this week as they try to take on Justin Herbert and Keenan Allen. A ridiculous report between those two presents a big challenge here for Denver this week and a must-win AFC West Divisional game. We'll break down all the action and much more here on today's brand-new installment of Good Morning Broncos. Good morning, Broncos country. Welcome to another installment of GMB here on Mile High Sports YouTube page. Mile High Sports is every team, every single day for all your Denver Broncos, Denver Nuggets, Colorado Rockies, Colorado Avalanche coverage, and more. We have you covered. On top of that, you want to stay up to date with your favorite Colorado sports teams? Make sure you head over to milehighsports.com every single day to check out our written reports from practice recaps, player interviews, and much more. I'm Cody Work, Broncos reporter here for MHS. And as we continue on today's episode of GMB here on our MHS YouTube page, the key for the Broncos this week is going to be trying to figure out how to limit the connection and the chemistry that Chargers quarterback Justin Herbert and wide receiver Keenan Allen have. I mean, we talk about two guys that are really in sync with one another. Keenan Allen has over 1,100 yards receiving this year for the Chargers. And the next available guy has around 300-something yards, and that's Josh Palmer, who's obviously coming off of injured reserve. There'll be a window where it's been open for him this week. We'll see if he makes his return. But it's not even close. I mean, outside of that, like the production is kind of spread out a little bit, but Justin Herbert has developed tremendous chemistry here with Chargers wide receiver Keenan Allen. And as we all know, Allen is one of the best route runners in all of the National Football League. Some context about the Chargers offense this year. They can put up points. They can move the ball downfield. But things are a little one-dimensional for them without Mike Williams. And Mike Williams obviously suffered a season-ending injury early on in the season. That's a big blow for them and what they wanted to do. But obviously the chemistry and the rapport and the connection that Herbert and Allen have with one another, it doesn't matter. I mean, you look at the rate at which Keenan Allen is playing right now. I mean, these numbers are ridiculous. Already here entering week 14, he's got 102 catches on the season. 1,100 yards, seven touchdown catches for him. And on top of that, he is their most explosive player on the offensive side of the ball. Of all the catches that he has, he has 18 catches this season that have gone for a gain of 20 yards or more. So he is the most dangerous man on the field. And it'll be very interesting to see how the Broncos will try to counteract what they try to do against a guy like Keenan Allen. They'll line him up on the outside. As we've mentioned here on the show, they'll line him up off the ball at times. They'll motion him across where he will half motion and he'll go across the field on dig or drag routes. There's times where they'll motion him on the other side of the field where they'll try to move him into the slot. I mean, they'll do different things here. So it's going to be very interesting to see how Vance Joseph dials up a defensive game plan that can maybe mitigate what he's able to do because if the Broncos can somehow take away the option of Keenan Allen or mitigate his impact of being able to hurt them, Denver's going to have a really good chance to come out of Sunday's game with a victory here. But really, I mean, that's the key here for the Broncos defense. Talking to players in the locker room on Wednesday, I mean, the overall vibe is, hey, if we can slow down Justin Herbert, Keenan Allen, it gives us a very good shot to win games. So let's go to, obviously, Broncos inside linebacker Alex Singleton. We talked to him after practice on Wednesday inside the locker room. He talked about the Chargers offense and what makes them go. 
10 and 13, I think, you know, I think Justin Herbert has one of the, you know, best arms in the league, and then, uh, I mean, 13 leads the league, and I think every, every uh, receiving uh, statistic, so it's kind of, you know, eliminate them from the game and see what happens. That's the biggest key, right? If you can take away or, or damage a little bit of that connection that those guys have with one another, you're going to have an opportunity to go out there and maybe make some plays defensively, generate some takeaways. I mean, the Chargers are an offense, as we talked about in yesterday's show of GMB. They don't turn the ball over that much, and you're going to have to take advantage of those opportunities. If you can get in the passing lane of Herbert, find a way to get an interception. You're going to have to find a way to sack him. He's getting the ball out of his hands relatively quickly, but the chemistry that those guys have with one another, it's almost like they could play football in the dark with the stadium, with the lights out. They can just throw it to a spot and they know where they're going to be there. That's where Herbert's got great anticipation. He's obviously got a mega arm there. The Broncos defense has a lot of respect for what Justin Herbert can do. They've obviously played against him before. And last time Denver played the Chargers was at home last year to end the season. They won 31 to 28. But Denver has had a hard time winning on the road in LA in recent memory. So Denver's going to have to find a way to become road warriors here this weekend against the Chargers. But even Alex Singleton was telling us he views this game on Sunday as a must win. You know, at this stretch of the year, you know, we have to win football games. So, yeah, it's it, it's a must-win. It's an AFC game. So, yeah, go down there and uh, take care of our business. The last time Singleton played at SoFi Stadium, obviously against the Chargers, he had, I think it was 20 or 21 tackles. Obviously, for him, it's a little bit of a homecoming. He, he's lived in the area. So, for him, you know, he's got a lot of extra incentive and motivation to play there. But Denver's going to have to bring their A game this week as well. We're going to hear from Broncos safety Justin Simmons talking about Keenan Allen and really he kind of likened what Allen's approach is to the game and how he maneuvers and, and reads defenses is very much how Travis Kelsey, the Kansas City Chiefs, does it in certain ways. Yeah, yeah, he he's very uh, Kelsey-esque and not comparing them and by any means. I just mean um, he's so knowledgeable in defensive formations and the tendencies and, and what we're looking to execute on plays. And he's really good at finding the zones, beating man coverage. And Justin does a good job finding them, um, knowing where the pressure's coming from or if we're laying back in his zone. Uh, they're just, they're both really in tune. That's why I was alluding to the to the Kelsey thing. But uh, I think he he's obviously having a great year. Um, I haven't seen any many, if any, drops on film. Uh, when the ball's near him. And so he's finding ways to make plays when, when the team needs it. So obviously it's going to be a, you know, the utmost importance for us to be able to, uh, in some way, sever that connection throughout the game, just make it difficult, um, uh, change up looks, you know, whatever the case may be. We're just going to have to make it difficult on them. They've been playing extremely well. And, uh, man, he's a heck of a player. So it's going to be a challenge. And that's where Denver's going to have the work cut out for them. And I think something to keep an eye on. Obviously, there's times where Patrick Sertan will more than likely draw the coverage assignment on Keenan Allen. So that kind of takes us into our Broncos injury report here as we go through Wednesday's practice heading into Thursday. Things to monitor. The Broncos didn't have any players who missed Wednesday's practice. You had some players who were limited. So let's go through the limited list right now. Defensive end, Zach Allen had an elbow designation, was limited, participated in individual drills there for the Broncos. Mike McGlinchey, a back designation, was also limited. On top of that, Marvin Mims took a shot in the ribs this past weekend against the Houston Texans, was a limited participant. Delarian Turner-Yale's back flared up on him a little bit, so he was also limited during Wednesday's practice. And obviously Patrick Sertan, as we all saw, had the hyperextension in his knee in Sunday's game, missed about eight plays, and then came back and finished the game. So probably some soreness there, probably something worth monitoring here for Denver, but I don't think that his 
game status for Sunday is really in any jeopardy at this point in time. He's going to be a big part of their game plan, but obviously limited on Wednesday's practice. That's a good sign. We'll see if these guys continue to progress. Who goes from a limited participant? Who upgrades to a full participant? That's one of our biggest keys that we'll watch for here as we approach Thursday's practice at the Centura Training Center. And obviously, we'll get to our full designation as well. Baron Browning, wrist designation. It's been there for a couple of weeks. Once again, a full participant, you know, all of last week, so far this week. And then Samaje P. Ryan Nee, full-time designation as well on Wednesday's practice. So Denver coming out of things relatively healthy. You look at the Chargers injury report. Keenan Allen had a Veterans Day off on Wednesday. Not injury-related. He was rested. Zach Bailey, guard tackle, back issue, did not participate. Dean Leonard, a defensive back for them, ankle and a heel, did not participate. Khalil Mack also had a Veterans Day off, rest day, DNP. Um, and then also you take a look at their limited participants, Justin Hollins, former Denver Bronco. Now, obviously a chest designation limited. Uh, Otito Ogbanya, a knee injury limited. Joshua Palmer, as we talked about, his 21-day his window has been activated by the Chargers. Wide receiver, knee designation limited. Nick Vanette, former Denver Bronco, concussion protocol limited. And then Trey Pipkins, the third offensive tackle, wrist designation was limited. Aside from that, they had four full participants. Sebastian Joseph Day was going to be on the defensive line. Linebacker Kenneth Murray, shoulder designation. Jasir Taylor, illness, was a full participant. And then Nick Williams, um, a foot injury was listed as a full participant. So the Chargers, I think for the most part, coming into Sunday's matchup are going to be as healthy as they've been so far this season. We'll see how things progress along the way. But obviously for the Broncos, we'll see if anybody else pops up on the injury report here this week. But so far, a good start for them to be able to have pretty much full strength for the most part in Sunday's game against the Los Angeles Chargers. We're going to hear a little bit from Broncos rookie wide receiver Marvin Mims from post-locker room scrum. He talked about the Chargers secondary and maybe how Denver's offense a little bit can look to attack that secondary that's given up a lot of yards through the air. You'll get all that here on Good Morning Broncos this morning. Real quick, let me tell you about our friends over there at Superbook Sports. Win a trip to the biggest football game of the year, courtesy of Superbook Sports. Superbook will fly you and a friend to Las Vegas for February's championship game. They will also give you two tickets to the game, plus you'll get a three-night hotel stay. And all you have to do is place a $25 same-game parlay between now and January 7th, and you're automatically entered to win. So wager and win a super trip to Las Vegas, courtesy of Superbook Sports. Visit Superbook.com for terms and conditions. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey, Nuggets fans. Ryan Blackburn here, host of the Pickaxe and Roll podcast on Mile High Sports. We've got the best Denver Nuggets coverage around, so make sure not to miss an episode and subscribe down below to the Mile High Sports YouTube channel. Nuggets off to a great start. Make sure not to miss a thing on Mile High Sports. One thing the Broncos offense will have to do a little bit more of in Sunday's game against the Los Angeles Chargers, they're going to have to find a way to air it out, but also attack downfield, not necessarily just the short or just the explosive. They're going to have to find a way to hit the intermediate routes. And look, there's going to have to be ways that Marvin Mims, Jerry, Judy, Cortland, Sun, all these guys get involved in Denver's passing game here. So, you know, I think the stakes are a little bit high. We heard from Broncos quarterback, Russell Wilson. We heard from head coach, Sean Payton, following Wednesday's practice. And obviously we talked about it earlier on this week here where Sean Payton was talking about. There were a few plays on film where you noticed that, hey, Jerry Judy was wide open. How come you didn't see it? It's easy, I think, for fans. And it's easy for us as media people sometimes to sit and look at screenshots. We can sit and look and pause things. 
But in the reality of playing quarterback, the, it's the toughest thing to do in all of pro sports is play quarterback because you have to know what the coverage is. You have to know what everybody's route is. You have to know where their routes are going to be ran. And you all have to do all that and think while pressure is bearing down on you. Can Russ play better? Absolutely. We've talked about that here on the show. But in context, yeah, you know, there's times where maybe you have a read. Maybe Jerry Judy's not the first read or the second read. He might be the third read. But if you don't have time, you don't have a clean pocket. And there's times where Russ is escaping a clean pocket or leaving it a little too early. It's a valid criticism to be had. Denver's offense has kind of sputtered a little bit, and they become a little limited. So that's going to have to be a key that they're going to have to open up things this week. The Chargers are obviously allowing a lot of yards through the air in the passing game defensively. But Denver's also going to have to come out and find a concerted way to be balanced running the football inside they're gonna have to try to get some success on the run game on the outside as well they haven't had a lot of that so far this season and that's been a little bit of a concern and so it's just about diversifying your route trees your combinations as we've talked about you know when you watch film they're not running a lot of simple concepts they're trying to run some scheme designs that'll clear up and free up some guys on routes but if it's taking time to develop Sometimes you just need a slant. Run a five-yard slant. Catch it at seven yards. Okay, hey, there you go. Second and three coming up here. Denver's just going to have to do a little bit more of that, I think, going forward. But we were able to catch up with Broncos rookie wide receiver Marvin Mims in the locker room following practice. He really kind of talked about the Chargers secondary and based on what he's seen on film, kind of in complimentary to what they can do offensively, what they should try to do against the Chargers defense, what they should try to force the Chargers secondary into doing. And part of that is respecting them. Really good secondary, some physical corners, uh, and some physical safeties in the good corners. But um, you know they mix in a couple different coverages and try to um, kind of keep a roof on the offense. So not to hit them, dunk them down under, and then uh, just make them step up and respect us. That's going to be a big thing here, especially when you're going against Asante Samuel Jr. You got Derwin James, who's playing there. Former Bronco is saying Bassey's getting involved in some of their nickel and their dime packages for them. So. They have guys in that secondary that play well, that understand where to be. They play physical. They do a great job of disguising their coverages. And then sometimes they take some chances, which has led to them getting burnt on some downfield plays here so far this season through the air. But Denver is going to have to just not be a one-trick pony here. And I hate to sound like that's some sort of weird pun, but that's going to have to be the case. Is I like the aggressiveness that we saw from the Broncos this past week against the Texans, opening up with two deep shots to Cortland Sutton because the Texans secondary was in a similar predicament there. But you've got guys on that secondary in Houston that can, you know, that were ball hawks. Derek Stingley Jr. made two terrific plays on the football. You look at the Chargers this week, Asante Samuel Jr. is one of those guys. You also look at Derwin James. He will, he'll make you pay if you put the ball on his way, either in the run game, the hitting game, or even in the passing game. You got to be careful not to underthrow things. And I think it's just about timing, and that's where protection's got to hold up a little bit. But this is a big week here for Denver. Their offense can't be as one-dimensional as it has been, especially when we talk about this team looking to make a playoff run. This is a must-win game on Sunday for them because it's an AFC conference matchup. It's an AFC West divisional matchup. The Chargers are legitimately one game behind Denver. So a win and a loss kind of puts Denver in a position where they'll bump down the standings a little bit inside the AFC West. And you can't afford to do that at this juncture, especially when you have a game the next week against the Detroit Lions, who are going to be a very tough test with explosive players on their offensive side of the ball, a very stout and aggressive defense. It's going to be a challenge here, but this is what makes, I think, this time of year the most exciting if you're a football fan is, hey, you've got to take care of business if you want to make it to the playoffs, and you don't want to be in a position where, okay, you lose a game and you're just hoping along the way that other teams lose and help you out. You have to win. You have to find ways to win. Denver's gone on a five-game win streak before. They have five games left this season. They could very well do it again, or they could go on a three-game streak. They can go on a four-game streak. It just, at this point, 
take care of business. And the best business is focusing on the present, which is Sunday's game against the Los Angeles Chargers, 2.25 p.m. Mountain time kickoff for those of you who are invested in watching. But on top of all that, Broncos country will have you covered here on GMB throughout the week. Updates on the Broncos injury report, some other things we get out of storylines from practice. We'll monitor and bring all that to the forefront here on GMB. Do us a favor, hit that subscribe button so you never miss out on what's going on with your favorite Colorado sports teams. And with that said, Broncos country, appreciate you so much for hanging with us here this morning. Go pour yourself another cup of coffee. Enjoy your day. We'll see you tomorrow for another episode of GMB. What's up, guys? Kim Becker here with Mile High Sports. Make sure you guys are following us on social media so that you never miss a Mile High Sports daily. Monday through Friday morning, we'll post a video hosted by me catching you up on everything you need to know when it comes to sports right here in the Mile High State. TikTok, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, you name it, we're there, and we've got you covered for everything Colorado sports.